ice cream, bring that ice, boy. Walking on that side, yeah, they can't tell me why. Word, I don't even need no lies. Ayy, got my own little spy. Ayy, look me in my eyes. Are you kidding me? Every fucking goddamn night. Shut up, bitch. I've seen that before. I Shut up, bitch. Let's go, Damn. nigga. <laughs> Yo, welcome back. Welcome back, y'all. You y'all now in tune to the sounds of the Earth Time More podcast, baby. Ooh, yes, episode, sir. Episode thirty six, nigga. Thirty six. Fucking wow. thirty six. What's good, family man? We ain't had a Friday show, but we back live for some more on a Tuesday night. Uh, mm. Was it inauguration eve? Is is that what we're going? Oh man, inauguration eve. Yeah, this thing has been building up. Man, it's been taking forever, yo. We it, it, it has been taking over. forever. Yeah, so I mean, over with. I stopped receiving texts. You stopped receiving texts. These niggas oh, yeah. asking us about voting and shit. You know what it feels like? It feels like uh, <laughs> it, it. It feels like you know um, the prom, right? And you see, and but you see what's going on in the back end for your prom to. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you see everything in the back, and you see like this. There's a lot of chairs for the prom. There's a lot of like uh, decorations that's coming in, but you don't really see the full product. And when you see the full product, you be like, "Oh shit, <laughs> things about to get crazy." Because like, I mean, look at the Capitol right now, right? Is is full of a uh, um, what's it called? What are they? Uh, National Guard. Coast Guard. No, no, hell no. You wish it was Coast Guard, nigga. It's National Guard. It's National Guard, but they, they're the FBI are vetting each one of the National Guard because yeah, I saw they always be an inside job. They got they got rid of two uh, National Guard members simply because uh, they had militia ties to one of the militias that uh, was at the Capitol. Uh, what about two weeks ago? Two, three weeks. Yeah, ago? yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. January did you see? 6th. Did you see that guy? Um, it, it was is not the Capitol, but it was somewhere else. <laughs> but basically he worked thank you <laughs> he worked hey, there man. three times uh, a charm my fault uh he worked at you know whatever job whatever capital i forgot where but he opened the door but he did it purposely right like he was acting like he was going for a lunch break so he opened the door there was protesters there two guys saw that he opened the door they ran they ran right in right after him so it seemed like it was tailgating a little bit Mm. But they 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 uh they followed him right, and he walked around the whole entire building, and then oh, went they, to they that went back opposite rolled the tapes, rolled them cameras. Yeah, he went to the opposite end and went walked right back in. So he act like, oh, you know, they just tailgated. You know, I, I'm not gonna get in trouble, but right. But you did it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Of you didn't see that video? On purpose. No, I didn't see that shit. But of of course he did this shit on purpose. That's just what they do, man. That's what they do. And then they try to act like, uh, what are you talking about? You know, right. similar to when motherfuckers get pulled over by the police. You knew you ran that red light, but you're trying to act like you ain't see it. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing with the Capitol, right? They had like a lawmaker. Um, she gave tours, right? Like reconnaissance tours uh, in the Capitol before the whole event happened. So that's how they knew exactly where to go to find Nancy Pelosi's uh um, you know, Pelosi's office, right? Yeah, so she, stole the, the laptop. I, I heard she just got fucking caught. No, I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about an actual, like, lawmaker. Someone that worked there mm. was in on it. Right. 
So it, this shit is crazy, man. I want I, mean, I want to see what's going on, man. You know, and, and this is not today's topic, y'all. Uh, but you know, uh, I just want to say this: people got to stop acting. Well, maybe let me not say stop acting. I got to stop assuming niggas know as much as I do sometimes on, ter- on certain topics. But I don't know if niggas remember. I think when it's, I want to say it was like the second term of Obama. There was a news article that came out that said that. Um, the FBI came out, or was it the CIA one or two, saying that uh, white supremacists have infiltrated the um, the capital, not They've the capital, been there. the uh, law enforcement. They have infiltrated the law enforcement, right? That includes the capital, that includes the military. Like they all fucking exist there. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same way for uh, Capitol Police. You know, don't don't cops who was letting the motherfuckers into the door, they were all in on it. Them lawmakers Take, you taking photos. About? Yep. Yeah, they were they were all in on it. They're all part of these organizations. Uh the uh the skinheads, neo-Nazis, uh uh KKK, the Proud Boys, uh whatever else group you can think of, the Hells Angels shit. These motherfuckers got ties with all these people the same way back in the um the uh 40s, 30s, 40s, 20s Whatever you know, uh, a lot of these politicians had ties with the mafia. It's all it's all a ploy, man. Wherever money's offered, you're gonna have people doing corrupt shit. That's just basically what it is. So said white people, are the most scariest people in America, because well, not stay. not because they just they're the majority of them, but they have mm-hmm. access to things that you know minorities don't. Very much true. But they also came out and said that uh, uh, America's biggest fear is the rise of the domestic terrorists. They were saying that white males are the most dangerous group on mm-hmm. this land. White males. Yeah, because a lot of their uh, militia groups stem from, you know, the, uh, you know, the Civil War. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, they have, shoot, they have time to build up. What, what do they call them now? The new um, Confederate? Is that what they're calling themselves? I don't know. I think so. They have the new Confederate. Mm. Yeah. To take on a treasonous name uh, deserves prison time. I'm just saying. They should have handled that a long time. Y'all lost the war. You guys are enemies of the state. Anybody who's flying that flag is an enemy of... It's our heritage. Yeah, okay. It's not racist. It It could be your heritage all you want, and it definitely is racist. Uh, ain't nobody denying the fact that it's their heritage. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, I just I can't wait till January the 20 fucking first, man. Just get this shit over with. And then we can hear about Joe Biden, uh, President Joe Biden in similar capacity as we heard uh, President Obama or President Donald Trump. You know, when they do something, that's when we hear of them. But I'm tired of fucking everything uh, being surrounded around this fucking election. What's your predictions, though, for tomorrow? I predict nothing's going to happen at the Capitol or wherever they're doing the inauguration, which is, whether it's at the White House or whatever. I, I predict nothing's going to happen. No protests? Nothing? No, I believe that protests are going to happen just nowhere near that shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Nowhere near that shit. I, I think there's either two things going to happen. There is going to be protests. But the crowd's gonna be really small because hey, doc, Dr. Fauci, come fuck with me. You got my corona. <laughs> it's gonna be really small, or or um, you know, motherfuckers are scared. You know, a lot of those uh because is a is a manhunt for those um those people, right. which is self 
um, convicting because a lot of them had their phones out. And I'm talking about the Capitol rioters, right? Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people be are going to be afraid to go out there because they're already seen as uh Well, they're calling it an insurrection. Traitors. Now. That's what they're calling yeah. it, an insurrection. Insurrection. Yep. Well, or sed sedition, whatever it's called. I don't know. What word are you trying to say? <laughs> I, I think that's what it is. Uh, sedition. Mm, okay. I don't know what that means, but I you saw might, it in the you news. You might want to look that definition. <laughs> ahead, look that definition. I'll look it up. Just to be sure. But um, at this moment, y'all, if you made it this far, it's only been four minutes. You know what I'm saying? But if you're, if we're holding your um, your attention span right now and you're still here, please hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you are not subscribed to the Earn Time More podcast. And write down in the comment section, you know, anything uh, that you would like to hear from us, uh, uh, see from us, uh, have us do some commentary on. We do it all here at the Earn Time More podcast. So do not forget to hit that like button and share this amongst your friends, your family, amongst your social media platforms. Do whatever you can do to help assist us on our journey to our first thousand subscribers. Fuck it. I'm not going to say we're going to, we're striving for a hundred subscribers. We strive, we're going to go big. We strive yeah. for our first thousand. Yo, 2021, we want to be over a thousand subscribe, subscribers. Um, ironically, uh, and this sounds, you know, small to those of y'all who are not in the YouTube space, but we are currently at 43 subscribers. Um, we've been gaining slow traction with like a subscriber a week. And then for some reason, we just, hit three subscribers in two days, which was, was crazy. So um, shout out to y'all, all, all our new subscribers. Shout out to y'all, all our um, reoccurring subscribers. Uh, big ups. Keep supporting the podcast. And we're going to keep trying to push out this uh, content to y'all. Um, after this inauguration, and today's actually going to start it, we're going to try to slow down on the trending topics and, and uh, start uh, giving y'all... Um, our opinions on certain aspects of mm. whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Right. Right. This is the earn time off podcast. We've earned this time off to talk. Yes, sir. Our shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so, uh, wait before, Oh, not continue what you got. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just wanted to throw this out here before, um, I forget, but yeah, sedition, they're calling it the sedition conspiracy which is generally defined as conduct or language that incites rebellion against the authority of the state, right? Mm, Versus right. treason, treason, which is more serious offense to actively levy war against the United States or giving aid to its enemies, which you could see it as both ways. If uh, the girl, you know, went in there, grabbed the laptop, sent it to Russia, right? Which Russia, for some reason, is... Our enemy <laughs> it has always been a, a fear of ours, right? So that would be treason, treason. But sedition is what exactly uh, Trump did, right? He, he incited um, rebellion against the authority of the state. So that's why they call it sedition instead of treason. All right. All right. Just a little education there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. We all learned something new today, y'all. We all learned something new. So y'all ready to learn something else, man? So, yes, uh, <laughs> sir. Um, I know a lot of our uh, followers, subscribers, uh, may not be uh, big up on the 5150 show. 
But uh, a lot of y'all know who Corey Holcomb is. Uh, we all laugh, ha-ha, kiki. You know what I'm saying? When uh, Corey Holcomb get up on stage, uh, one of my famous jokes with Corey Holcomb is when he gets on stage and he when he opens up his act, he, he goes and he just, you know, he addresses the audience and he... Um, and he talks about, he lets the ladies know that uh, the reason why you're here tonight is because you're all this motherfucker could afford. You know what I'm saying? Well, he, he likes to talk about how it, it, when a man hits the lotto, if he hits the lotto, uh, he may dump your ass like a bad habit because now he has all this newfound wealth and has access to a whole pool of new women that he never had access to before. Or, or what? <laughs> Or he'll keep you because you 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 were the day one, right? You the main chick, and he'll fuck on the side. So, but so, so <laughs> the one thing you're gonna learn about Corey Holcomb is he he uh, his comedy is very dark, um, it's very twisted. Uh, so if you ain't got the stomach for it, you are not gonna laugh. Same with like Patrice O'Neill, you know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta have oh, that yeah. type of sense of humor in order to uh, even stand toe to toe. Like I would never, no fuck that, no I would because. I sat front row in a Corey Holcomb um, comedy show. Before. Comedy show. You know what I'm saying? So um, I did too. I, in front I sat of my front screen. at a, a Plastic Cup Boys uh, comedy show before. And if anybody knew the Plastic Cup Boys is, that's Kevin Hart's entire clique. So I would sit, if Patrice O'Neill was still here, I would sit in the front row too. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and the humor that we're talking about is the humor where you're thinking about it in the back of your head and you want to say it, but you know, you know, you're aware of someone's uh, feelings. And so you decide not to say it, right? Those right. motherfuckers would say it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, that's their comedy. They, they'll yeah. say it. And like I tell you all on this podcast all the time, I come from the comedic school of uh, Robin Harris, uh, Patrice O'Neill, Eddie Murphy, Martin mm-hmm. Lawrence, and Corey motherfucking Hoka. All right. So um, I'm a fan. Um, I'm also a fan of a brother by the name of Zoe Williams. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Zoe Williams and um, his Zoe What show. And his uh, he has another show called Mansions. You know what I'm saying? It's just a show uh, of a panel of men talking about men's shit, keeping men accountable for the fuck shit we do, and also talking about the shit we got to deal with as men. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, just a little backstory for those of y'all who don't know, and I will put the, the link in the description below if you would like to refer, uh, you know, pause this and refer to what we're talking about and then come back and hear our opinions on the situation. Or maybe you had a situation ser- uh, similar to this, though. But Zoe was on the Corey Holcomb show, the 5150 show. He's been on there for several years. Um, and last week, uh, there was a big falling out. And it was it was a falling out so bad that I even felt embarrassed just sitting there watching. And me and my wife was laying in the bed watching the whole uh, situation. And um, at first, uh, Corey started with Darlene, who's uh, another host on the show. If y'all remember uh, Ice T's, uh, I think it was his first rap album or first major label rap album. There was a fine ass Hispanic woman. In a, I guess we can call it a, a some type of bathing suit if we want to call that. Some heels with a shotgun. That's Darlene. All right. That's that's Ice T's first uh, baby mother. Um, before he got with, uh, I believe it's Coco was his wife. Uh, but yeah, Corey and Darlene got into some situation, and then 
Corey and Zoe started getting into the situation. And the reason why we're talking about this today is because um, these are things that we don't need everybody being a part of when two men um, have a war of words or a disagreement. You know what I'm saying? Um, the one thing that I would have liked to see from the other people who were on the show, if any of y'all know comedian Craig Smith, he was he's, he's also on this show. Um, he has his own podcast too. Shout out to Farside TV. Shout out to the uh, Craig Facts uh, Craig podcast. Smith. Yep. Yep. And so, um, yeah, Craig was there. What I what I would have liked to seen from Craig was the um, the interruption between Corey and Zoe, saying like, "Yo, brothers, we don't need to be doing this right now. We all family. You know, we could settle our disagreements behind the camera. We don't need for everybody to see. You know, I don't know if." phase if you've seen all that i showed you because i know the video was pretty lengthy but uh corey and zoe um were going back and forth so uh, actually a lot of y'all might even remember the situation with zoe back uh a few years ago i want to say about two three years ago uh where that nigga Aries spears was on the 5150 show and zoe basically had to fuck this nigga up live on air you know what i'm saying and come to find out Aries spears sued the 5150 for uh, i guess uh, we could say uh, what uh, character defamation or public humiliation, mm. whatever the uh, legal terminology is, and because of that, um, according to Corey Holcomb, it cost him twenty k in legal fees. And you uh, know, qu- question about the Craig Smith. Right. When when did he? I know that originally he wasn't part of the show. Is he part of the show, or is he there all the time? He's there all the time now. I think as of twenty twenty, um, Craig has. Uh, oh, okay. Or it might have been late 2019. He joined the 5150 show. It, this might be a uh, you know he might know not know them like that, or or he, he might be in a position where um, Corey Holcomb is like a big brother to him, right? So it's like one of those things where he's taking the back seat. He don't want to get in between what he got going on, <laughs> and um, you know what I'm saying? Like he he may not mentally be in a position to pull those two men aside because he still sees a uh, Corey Holcomb as a big bro. And um that's what I'm thinking. And and the way the way I see that whole Corey Holcomb thing I, I think is a black man's curse, which is uh pride. You know I think pride gets in the way of um you know, just 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 uh, caring about someone else's feelings or or dealing with the situation the right way. If you have too much pride, you're gonna end up saying the wrong thing, something that you you don't entirely believe, um, but you're you're saying anyway because uh, you know, it, it's the position of all all of it. And that goes back to the whole big bro concept. And uh looks like concept is doing something on the back end. But yeah, when when you look at someone as big bro, uh did something happen to your sound? No, no, no. My 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 fucking ring light was flickering in and out. So I had to plug that shit straight into the fucking wall. I got a weak ass USB on this computer. But yeah, go ahead, continue. You was talking about how pride uh might be the uh black man's curse. Right, right. And, and that's that's why, you know, black men and, and just people in general, they need to stop 
if you're a man, you know, be a man. Don't don't look at another man and consider them big bro because then now people the way they treat you is is is, is a hierarchy thing, right? If you're, you know, if you consider somebody big bro and then you see that some your big bro is doing something that's uh um fucked up and then you you come in and be like, "Yo, chill out. You're wrong in this situation." And then so your big bro is like, "Wait, hold on." you can't tell me I'm wrong because I'm higher than you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't respect whatever the fuck you got to say. I do what I do because I'm the man and you right here. Right. So when, when you look at things in a, um, a hierarchy way, uh, you, you tend not to respect somebody to a full person. You, you see them as a little brother or, or something like that. Right. And um, that's not cool. At the end of the day, we still men. So everyone's liable to get their ass whooped. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, that, that's true too, though. But, you know, I guess let me propose this question then. How long of a friendship do you have to have with another male to be able to rectify a falling out such as what they had? Do like, like, mm. how long of a friendship, how long of a friendship does it need to be for it to be valuable enough to salvage? falling out in a friendship i think honestly it's it's the respect level right Mm. i I think originally like like i was saying zoe probably came to Corey holcomb in a like oh wow man you Corey holcomb i used to watch you all the time right so when you when you come up to somebody and you you give that type of energy uh, Corey Holcomb probably put that nigga on his wing or mentally thought like, I'm going to put him under my wing and I'm going to take him places because he's smart, but he has a lot of potential and he already sees me as big bro because he came up to me with a certain type of energy, right? Mm-hmm. So right now his respect level isn't as a full man is as he's still, he's looking, Corey Holcomb looking at Zoe in a hierarchy way. Like I'm right here and Zoe's right here because ain't nobody knows Zoe, but right. people know me. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think you have to look at it in that perspective. Now, if it was a friend that he sees on an equal level, then yeah, maybe they can salvage stuff quicker. But in this situation, I think it's different. Uh, how many of us have them? Yeah, oh, exactly. How many, how many do we have, to be honest with you? How many friends do you have? Like actual motherfuckers that you can call a friend, a nigga who will come in a time of need, make sure your family good, say that you, you know, you got to do a small bid. Uh, shit. When I say small, I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking, you know, a month to six months. You know what I'm saying? And hold your family down with you not being there. Uh, besides family, I would say, I would say one other person that, that would do that. I had a friend. When I had my little situation, um, who immediately came over once he heard that, uh, it's ironic, when he he heard everything through the Xbox. (laughs) I left my Xbox on when when I had to go handle my business. And when he heard that, he immediately came. By the time I was in the back of the damn police car, he was rolling up to, to sit on my couch with his shit to make sure that my pregnant wife was straight until she can wake up in the morning and get me out of my situation, right? So I I could say 
so far, he's the only one who has proven to me, and granted, most of my friends are in New York, but he's the only one who has proven to me here as a true friend that I can trust in a time of need, in, in, right. in that sense, outside of family. But yes. So I, I don't yeah, think, very few. I don't think a lot of people understand that. Like you hear niggas, like a lot of street niggas talk about, you know, that's my nigga, that's my homie, you know what I'm saying? I die for that nigga, da da da. But would that nigga die for you? No. Right? So to go back to the Corey Holcomb and Zoe Williams shit, I believe Zoe believed that Corey was that nigga. Right? Mm-hmm. If they had to get in a fight, Corey jumping in, he's squabbling with them niggas and vice versa. Corey, the way that nigga was operating, he said one thing that really pissed me off because I think that's the moment which Zoe drew the line and realized, okay, we can no longer be friends. And he told that nigga, I'm not Aerie Spears. That's the first thing he said. <laughs> and then he told that nigga, um, along the lines, I'm paraphrasing here, y'all, sorry. But along the lines of, you know, um, I mean, you ain't going to do nothing, though. Right? And as a man talking to another man, I would take that as, you know, okay, you believe that? Then bet. I don't want to be friends or even associate myself with a motherfucker who, just because we having a disagreement, an open disagreement has to take it to the next level as if this is supposed to be some type of malice or I don't fuck with you type situation. You understand? So mm-hmm. when you propose the title today or the topic after we spoke about this, uh, a black, what was it? Black man's curse is pride or pride is a black man's curse. Yeah. Um, I think that coincides with what a lot of women have been saying that uh, men have fragile egos. Yep. Right. So well, that's all we got. All we got uh, as a man is, is our ego. Anybody um, who values their friendship with another individual, even in a time of being pissed off, you might slip up and say something that you feel um is fucked up, right? Like Corey had an issue with the fact that he had the um Zoe calls himself the voice of reason, right? That's Zoe's uh, moniker. That's his title. You know what I mean? That's that's his thing. So Corey kept saying, Zoe, you're supposed to be the voice of reason. Right? Why didn't basically why didn't you handle that um that Ari Spears situation the right way? <laughs> Wait, he brought that back up. Oh, yeah, because so and, and Corey was like, I mean, you cost me 20k. And 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 Zoe was like, well, why don't you tell the real story, Corey? Now that we're doing this in front of everybody, basically, like when we found out that it was gonna cost you 20k in this legal situation, I told you, you know, when I hit my lick, I'ma pay you back. And Corey was like, Well, I ain't looking for no money from you, Zoe. But Corey was like, I mean, and Zoe was like, you know, well, then why didn't you why why do you kick it as if I didn't offer to pay you back. You know what I'm saying? But then you're refusing my payment. Mm-hmm. So, and that's when Corey took it to a whole nother level after that. But I guess my purpose of bringing this up is money. We all know money ruins his marriages, right? Right. The, the number one cause for divorce is finances. Then it's domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Then it's adultery. 
So if 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 uh my daughter's over here calling me, hold on, Nairobi. So if finances is messing things up for um between husband and wife, and now it's messing things up between friends, it's just like yo, y'all have to start watching the company that you keep basically and start vetting your friends. Stop, and I'm not saying mm. Zoe was trying to do this, but stop trying to have big large groups of friends. Or, or 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 what they really are associates, but everybody's starting to categorize them and 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 call them. They're my friends. They're my friends. Just because you've been hanging out with a motherfucker yeah. for five years, and then you find out after you get to an argument, the nigga really never even liked you. He's actually envious of you. <laughs> yeah, I I say this. Don't confuse time spent with respect. You know what I'm saying? Like. Just because you've been around a nigga for for a long time, does not mean that nigga respects you, mm. right? Uh, respect is earned, right? And if you never had a situation where, um, you know, the, the nigga earned your respect or you know, vice versa, then don't don't expect him to be your friend, a real friend. So, uh, I I think that that situation just chops it up, right? They they've been through a lot of stuff. They uh, you know, they're business partners. They've been on a lot of shows, but you see, you see the real person, right? He was, right. it was tested, and you saw the real person. The nigga don't respect your ass, <laughs> right? So, right. um, yeah, don't confuse that. Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Look, nigga, you can't uh, depend yeah. on anybody, nigga, outside of yourself, right? I um I mean of course I depend on my wife but there's still a level of me depending on her. I know um that there's certain things that she will be able to accomplish without me and in things that she'll be able to accomplish with me and things that I know I would never ever expect her to do. Right? Same with friends. You understand what I'm saying? Same with friends. I believe Corey Holcomb has always been that person, right? He we he jokes he he jokes around right as that person who don't give a fuck about women, mm-hmm. but I really feel like that's his energy. Like that that might be Corey Holcomb, you know what I mean? But he might be a disrespectful ass nigga. Yo, no no disrespect to my Chicago fans and family out there, but my wife she said something real. Uh, um, she said something real. My 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 wife is from Chicago. She said Corey Holcomb is the epitome of a Chicago nigga. Hmm. She said that, you know, um, those niggas up there in Chicago, a lot of them, a lot of the men up there are envious of niggas who do better than them, um, especially when they're a talented, talentless motherfucker. She said that, you know, Corey Holcomb is talented. He's a comedian. But outside of those jokes, what are you? What what are you capable of accomplishing without those um, without those jokes? When the jokes run dry and the audience is no longer filling them seats, what do you have, right? Now, Corey had the 5150 show. He had, he had his podcast. And due, to, and due to the fact that he had his podcast, um, you know, uh, a lot of his fans were up to date with his schedule. A lot of his fans knew when um, his show, a lot of his fans knew when his show was happening um, and, and what city he was going into. And so now 
with this ordeal between him and Zoe and then him and Darlene and him and other people who used to be on the show, but he hit now he's going back and forth. Well, he went back and forth with the two people who were um the the most loyal to loyal. him. And so because he did that, a lot of people are like, they don't know if they're gonna tune in tonight, Tuesday night. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? And and I don't even know if there's gonna be a show tonight, but if there is a show tonight. It might just be Corey. You understand what I'm saying? So, and, and like a lot it. of people don't want that because they like the OG cast. You know what I'm saying? So it, it might this might fuck with his career, I think. And I don't think he's realizing it, but we'll see. It, he sounds it, like oh sorry. Yeah, she no, go ahead. He sounds like what? He sounds like someone with a, uh kind of like you know, Joe Budden, um, someone with a destructive personality. Um really just you know really destructive um someone who's who builds something and and because he has a change in in feelings or he's upset about something he's going to destroy his own you ever seen people like that they build something up and something bad happens in their life or, or or whatever they turn that energy to to hateful or negative energy and they destroy something that's positive in their life. So that's what it sounds like. He, he sounds like a destructive person. Yep. Um, Self-destructive. This isn't a dissect of uh, Corey Holcomb, but you know, sometimes you ever uh, ran into a motherfucker who wanted to vent to you and was like, um, yo, yo, everybody doing this and I don't understand why I got to deal with this and deal with that. You know, people treat me like this and that. And then while you're listening to that motherfucker, you didn't realize that they're the toxic person and they don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. That's Corey Holcomb. Or That's Corey Holcomb. Or you listen to why, so, you know, listen to why someone's relationship is over and he keep, and they keep, or he or she keeps on complaining about what that other person did, right? And then they'd be like, wait, what did you do though? You know what I'm saying? Because the relationship is two people. If you just say that the relationship ended up because of one, you know, because of uh, the other person and you, you're not at fault at all, that means you're not taking responsibility about, you know, what you're doing. Those people are dangerous. Uh, Very much so. Very much so. You know, um, what I'm starting to realize is uh, you got a lot of people who, have a lot of toxic traits but want to basically blame the whole world for their toxicity and then um when it's time for the world to then call them out on them being toxic they much rather deflect the entire time that you're talking and um i'm starting to see what it see it with a lot of black women um in the, in the terms of not being accountable for their actions, their choices in the relationships that they deal with, um, the children that they create. I'm seeing it with a lot of black men. Black men lack accountability as well. Um, you know what I'm saying? In the terms of their relationships and the women that they choose. Um, like let's call, let's call it spade a spade. Uh, black people in general, we, you know, we, we like to well, point, point the he, finger a lot. Right, but here on this podcast, we we focus in on black people, right? But it is a human thing to lack accountability, 
right? It is a human thing to lack accountability. But since we're talking about black men, um, in particular, two black men who are above the age of 40, like uh, I think Corey's like 52 and Zoe's like 48, 47, you know, I think that they are at an age range where they are supposed to be more, um, they're supposed to be more, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Faze? They're supposed to be more um, matured in order to handle situations a certain type of way. Well, uh, again, as men and as black men, we were raised in the sense of our emotional intelligence is uh, lacking when it comes to the, the same sex. So... For example, you know, we're not taught to care about your boy's feelings, right? We're not taught to, uh, you know, really, really take someone else's, um, another man's feelings in account. Mm. So I I think that's where it stems from, really. Like, I don't give a fuck, right? (laughs) I don't care how, I don't care if this nigga's upset. I'm going to hang up on this dude. While he's telling me about his girl and his problems, I don't care. Grow up, be a man. Be you know man. what I'm saying? That's 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 usually what they tell us to do. But yeah, I, I I think it's better when black men, when they see the fuck shit from their group of friends or or somebody, you call them out. But in this case, what I don't like is when you call them out in public, right? You're trying to embarrass them because you're embarrassed because everybody is calling you out on your bullshit talking about Corey Holcomb on this particular instance, but I can use that for myself, right? Um, My group of friends are not perfect, right? Each and every one of them, including myself, um, does a lot of fuck shit, right? Or or, uh, we might operate in in a fucked up way. Um, But the one thing me and my group of friends possess is the the ability to have humility, right? not going to name nobody by names, but um, if I call somebody out on a fuck shit, yeah, uh, they're going to be embarrassed, but see, they're not going to, I'm not going to do it in a public space, but I'll do it within the circle of my friends, right? Behind closed doors, whether it's uh, through a group text or even in person, right? And then when people call me out, they do the same thing. But the one thing we don't do is we don't go in public and put our dirty laundry out there for the whole world to sit there and laugh at one of our friends. You don't understand what I'm saying? But that, what this particular thing is, I'm telling y'all, go listen to the link in the description. Corey tried to add this nigga Zoe out and basically tried to um, attack his manhood. You know, he, he went on that, he went on that, that, that ignorant ass shit that a lot of niggas do who come from particular areas, right? Corey goes, well, nigga, I'm from the projects. I'm from Chicago. Da, 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 da. You don't know what the fuck I've been through. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that holds any weight in the conversation, right? Defense you know what I'm mechanism. You know, it, it, it is a defense mechanism, yeah. but it also shows your weakness, right? We talking about one thing, you bringing up some irrelevant shit that's supposed to make me feel like you've been through more traumatic experience in life. So you're more prepared to, you're more of a man than the next man. Like none of that shit makes any fucking sense. I don't give a fuck if your ass went through foster care, uh, your mama was a hoe and your daddy was a crackhead. That shit don't make you more of a man than me. You understand? I don't care if you had to raise all your siblings at the age of 12. It doesn't make you 
uh, more of an adult than the next man. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people, especially a lot of women, who raise their younger siblings and then they get pregnant, say about 16, 17, or even if they get pregnant around 30 and they're horrible fucking parents or they're horrible adults. None of that shit means anything. It means it means nothing. You understand? You ever you ever had uh friends where you know they ain't shit? Like they they gave that personality where you know the dude's an asshole, right? You ever had like an asshole friend and you know the person's an asshole, but you know he's your friend. You know y'all had a couple of laughs. He ain't an asshole to you yet, but he's he's an asshole. That's his personality. So when he does asshole things you know, you don't look at it the same, right? You don't look at it the same as someone who's not an asshole, who does an asshole thing. You're like, yo, what the fuck wrong with this person, right? But the fact that this dude's always an asshole, you're like, all right, I, I'm i comfortable in that environment where he's an asshole. Oh, that's me. I, I'm, 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 I'm the I'm asshole. Right? I'm but, the asshole, right? But, I'm when, the- but when he's an asshole to you, uh-huh. and it just gets too, you know, it, it gets too much of an asshole, and then you you retaliate. People looking at you like, "Yo, he's always been an asshole. Why are you mm. upset?" Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. There's people like that, and it's mm. it's hard to maneuver around that because mm. you know you should know you should know better. But yet again, see see my group of friends. My group of friends. Every single individual um, in my circle is an asshole, right? We crack jokes on each other, but and then some of those jokes get serious. And then usually I step in and about like two or three others step in and be like, all right, nigga, you did too much. Well, one time (laughs) I did too much one time. Right. My intentions were there were good. They were pure. Right. Like I keep saying on this podcast, I'm the type of individual I believe if I can say if I can make you feel some type of way, if I can get to your emotions, I can get to your mind. Right. If, right. if, if there's something that I know that you're lacking or that I know that you could be great at, but you're being a lazy piece of shit and I'm saying it to you just like I just said it to y'all um, and you get offended. I don't I'm not upset at the fact that you're offended. Did you learn? Did you hear me? Did, does it make sense? Is it true? Are you going to apply what I'm saying to you? Right. Well, one time I think I got a little. No, well, I know I got a little too offensive. Right. And it balled all over into something else to the point that a group of my friends was just looking at me like, all right, Mark, you did too much, right? And I dwelled on it, and I was a man about it, so I called my homie up, and I apologized to him on on some man-to-man shit, right? We didn't have our apology in front of our group of friends. No, we did that shit on the side, and then the next time we were all together, they um nobody knew that we even had the conversation. They still don't know we have the conversation to this day. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how I believe Corey Holcomb and Zoe Williams should have handled their grievances. But I know that Zoe, there was a point in that conversation between the two of them that Zoe was like, look, I don't even want to have a conversation. Nothing he can say is going to make me want to be his friend again. Because means, he went too far. Yeah, that means he was thinking about this before, right? This, this isn't something new this is just now it just came out you know what i mean have you ever been in a situation where yeah like you said like you you know you're being an asshole mm-hmm. but you too far in the asshole game to really go back and being like you know what yeah i i, I was i'm joking man I, this is crazy 
You know what I'm I've saying? I've done that. I've got, I've gotten, I've, I've said <laughs> Too things, far in. Either I've, well, yeah, I've said things that triggers folks, but I'm joking. I'm not serious, but it has triggered them to the point that now they are now outside of the joking area. They, they, they've lost focus on the joke <laughs> and now they're offended. So now they're trying to verbally defend themselves. So then when I realize that they're not on the same board game that I'm playing, then I go, all right, nigga, just chill. It was just jokes. It ain't that serious. Like, just, just chill. You know what I'm saying? And then that's right. usually when they chill out. But, yeah, it, you need to know who your friends are. I think that's the number one thing <laughs> that people got to understand. Who are your friends? What are their buttons? Same way with, like, what, you know, sadly, you know, pause. This shit sound gay. But the same way you are with your woman. You know what can trigger your woman. You know what you should and you shouldn't say. And same with your friends, right? If you know your friend's going through a hard time, like say um, he just lost his job. He has um, consulted with you about his woman is kind of like, you know, uh, beating down on his manhood now simply because he isn't the sole provider of the household or he isn't the big provider of the household anymore because he lost his job. You're a shitty ass person if you guys get into... Uh, 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 a roasting contest or even in, uh, a verbal altercation when you're going back and forth and you go below and then you just come out and be like, nigga, that's why you a broke ass nigga. Your bitch treats you blah, 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 blah because you, you, you her bitch now. Right? Like that's, friends don't do that. They don't do that. <laughs> they don't do that. You know what I'm saying? And actually that shit's not funny. That's where I draw the line. When I see my friends do shit like that, I'll be like, all right, y'all need to chill. <laughs> I need to chill. Right, right, right. No, but the funny thing is, the funny thing is, because I'll, if, you know, if you're my friend, female, male, whatever, um, I'm going to push the buttons the first two weeks. Just so, you know, you know, just so I know how far I can go. But, uh, yeah, yeah, if if you're, if you know something that can trigger somebody and you, you, you personally, every time you talk to the person, (laughs) say those things. That person may not be your friend, man. Friends. Uh, How many of us have ever friends. friends? Look, man. Everybody needs to now, at this point of this podcast, hit that like button. Uh, hit that notification bell if you've already subscribed. If you haven't, hit that subscribe button. And also hit that notification bell so you can get alerts. And be up to date with when we release our next episode uh, here at the Earn Time More podcast. We try to stay consistent as much as possible, but sure. we understand that sometimes we can't be as consistent as we would like to. So at this time, and if you have um, a friend, if you have a friend, share it. Share this video. We, right. we yeah. If you share this video, put that put it on your uh, your Facebook or any platform that you uh, use primarily. Um, go ahead and share this video. We, we like to um, welcome in new um, viewers, and it's, it's great. Yeah. Go. Uh, no, definitely, definitely, most definitely. So, you know, um, here at the Earn Time More podcast, um, we offer many different looks into certain different topics right we we discuss uh black relationships we discuss uh obviously black friendships uh we discuss the quote-unquote gender wars uh between black men and women 
Uh, we discuss uh, racism, white supremacy, and how it affects Black people here in America. But uh, what I would like for our listeners to do is to share this particular episode. And because this particular episode, I believe everybody can, um, you know, they everybody can relate to this episode. We've all had a group of friends throughout our lifetime. Um, I'm going to be 33 this year. So I've had 33 years of experience of dealing with different groups of people, whether it's uh, 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 a diverse group of people uh, in a sense of Blacks, Hispanics, uh, Caribbeans, Africans, African-Americans, you know what I'm saying? Depending on where I lived in my lifetime. And we've all had fallen outs with friends. We had fallen outs with whole groups. You know what I'm saying? Some of you women out here done slept with your best friend's boyfriend. And some of you niggas done some foul shit sleeping with your uh, best friend's girl um, girlfriend. You know what I mean? So, And then y'all had fallouts like that. So I think a lot of us in here have the ability to sit down, listen, and process and understand what we've done in our lifetime. And maybe there's somebody out there that you might say, yo, dog, I fucked up. You know, I fucked our friendship up. What I did was fucked up. And I know we probably ain't gonna repair this friendship, but I just wanna let you know that I recognize now, I don't give a fuck if it's 10 years from now, or if it was two months ago, um, that I fucked up. And I'm going to tell y'all one thing, because I'm over here looking at my door opening up. I literally locked my door to this room so I can continue this podcast with y'all. I have a three-year-old daughter, and she has gained the ability of a thief. She literally <laughs> lockpicked my front door. So she's in the room right now. Yes, ma'am, how can we help you? Oh, she wants me to stop doing the podcast so me and her can sit down and play Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, that's fatherhood for you in a nutshell. But uh, yeah, FaZe, if you want to continue talking about friends, we can do that as I get her out this room real quick. Uh, yeah. Exactly, guys. Friends. How many do you have? Friends, I fucked up the song. <laughs> oh man, that, that's what you guys are gonna see at the uh, Earn Time Off podcast. Um, Faze Styles don't know the words to any song, so um, he's gonna fuck it up. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes, friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Uh, okay. ones who can depend on let's be friends that's how that shit go mm. nigga <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man you know so back to this inauguration thing man i just want to say this um joe biden came out and he said that on his first day in office, he's going to make it his job to pass a bill that's going to allow 11 million immigrants to gain citizenship within an hmm. eight-year time period. Why would that be and, his first initiative? Right, right. And so I propose a question to the podcast. Um, how can you grant... Uh, how can you grant 
um, liberty and justice for all, freedom and uh, uh, citizenship to new groups of people trying to come into this country, but you have yet to make up for the atrocities that you have committed to African-Americans here in America. And we've been here for over 500 years. You know, I was watching a documentary the other day and I'm sorry, please, I'm forgetting the documentary's name and I'm gonna have to go back through my history on YouTube so that I can uh, put it in the comments so everybody can, you know, check it out. But, you know, they usually say that we've been here since 1619. That is false. We actually been here since 1626. So it's damn near 500 years in five years. It'll be 500 years flat that African-Americans have been here in this country. We were brought over by the Spanish first. And the Spanish used to, you know, they had a, a plotted land in what is modern day Florida. So. I just find it very offensive, you know, for us to be focusing on motherfuckers from Honduras and trying to better their lives when you got people who sitting right here that you haven't even said sorry to. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> my, my question is, look at the optics of it, right? If they don't help us, what's the worst that will happen? Uh I know what would happen. Um, the quality of life of black people, uh, I guess, will will get better. I guess, and the and black people contribute to the economy in such a high volume that uh, what they're doing right now, why why change it? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's not like if they don't do anything, if they don't give us reparations, that the economy is going to fail. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point? Oh, so you're saying if they give us reparations, it would help out the economy. And if no, if, I'm saying if they don't do anything, we still helping out the economy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not like if they so so you're basically they do do something. We, we there'll be make, an increase. We should in, make these niggas feel what it would be like if we just said fuck everybody again. Yeah, but where are we going to go? That's, I think that's how they're looking at it. Like, where are we going to go? We're, we're still going to buy their products. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and and we're, we're the talent, right? So we still going to put money in their pockets. You, you, so, said, you said we're the talent. Yeah. Okay. So it would be scary. So, so what, so, so what be would be the benefit? If, if, we all, if we all buy our own products, right? If we all, um, you know, uh, create a platform or or a league that just has us and we're the owners of it that sounds but, like segregation but i they know that we won't do it so and you know why what's the point you know why of uh, uh, giving us anything so well because they owe it it's owed it's a debt it's owed but if they right. don't owe if they don't give us the you know they don't give us what we're owed what are we gonna do we're not gonna do anything I believe one day. Because we're used to not having it, right? It's not like we're going to protest for something that we don't even have or, or, you know, we don't own. I'm going to tell you this right now. In this country, Jews who are fairly new to this country mm-hmm. got reparations before us. The Japanese 
who are fairly new to this country got reparations before us. And like I said, we've been here for damn near 500 years and we're watching all these groups get benefits, um, uh, uh, clemency, uh, 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 special treatment. And I think if one more group gets reparations before us, I think the sleeping, uh, what it, what, what's the terminology? The sleeping uh, giant is gonna awaken in black people. And, and, and that's not all black people. I'm talking about African-Americans. I think niggas is just gonna say, fuck it. And I don't believe America really wants that. Because if you thought that them people who showed up at the Capitol, um, you know, uh, was, was an amazing sight to see in the sense of like the amount of people that showed up, man, listen, if you think African-Americans is 13% of the population, you're a fool. Tell you this right now. But, that, I, but, but now you got to tell each, you know, each, um, each black American that this is actually owed to us because now we normalize not having what is owed. Right. So we feel like it's not even there or it's, it's not ours. Right. So, if, if we don't feel like it's ours, then it's the whole idea of, if we did feel like it was ours, then it's like, get your hand out my pocket. You know what I'm saying? But nothing was in our pocket. So we're not mad. You know what I'm saying? Where's the cause for the effect that you're looking for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I don't, every I don't African-American, I believe, has been told the story of the 40 acres and a mule. How many people believe it though? I mean, how, how many people believe that that's what they're owed? Like truly believe? I think every, no, 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 no. We, we gotta be clear on this. Cause you said black Americans, we gotta be clear. Mm-hmm. Every black person in America is not a part of this group that's, that deserves reparations, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So the ones who descend from freed slaves here in America, um, the equivalence of 40 acres and a mule in 2021 is exactly $640 billion today. They're mm. talking uh, around four to six hundred thousand dollars yearly that needs to be paid out per individual or well per per family tree. Which isn't shit. So we don't believe that's that will even happen. That's the thing. It won't happen. That's why it hasn't happened. It's too much money. It's too much money. It's right. too much money. But I don't give a fuck if it's too much money. I don't care if the shit bankrupts America to the point the shit falls apart. At least I got what I was supposed to get. Right? And 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 it's not only just money though. It's like so 40 acres in a mule. 40 acres is a lot. You know, you know what black people could have did with 40 acres? Mm-hmm. We could have had our own towns like we used to, like how um, like how uh, Black Wall Street was, Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? You know what I'm saying? You, you ever seen that movie with Vin Rings? Or is, am I saying his name right? Uh, Rosewood, Don mm-hmm. Cheeto was in the movie. Yeah, that was a black town that was actually doing better than the town that um that was next door, which was a white town, and that's a true story. Um, and it, it's funny. Um, did you hear about Nate Parker? Well, do you know who Nate Parker is? Yeah, uh, yeah, sounds familiar. Nate Parker did the movie um, uh, "Birth of a Nation." 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, he came out with a movie called American Skin. It actually came out Monday. And um, I believe it was Monday. And uh, in American Skin, uh, it was just like, you know, a typical uh, day here in America where uh, somebody's son gets murdered by the police. And um, Nate oh, Parker. Oh, yeah. When, when did that come out? He just he decided that he was going to get revenge and uh he took over a police precinct, took a hostage. Well, a Is lot that on of Amazon people, Prime? I don't know. It might be shit. You might have to look that up real quick. Yeah. I don't know where it's at. But a lot of people have issues with the movie because they don't like how the movie ended. A lot of people are saying that the movie ended all matter-ish, if that makes sense. You know, all lives matter. Um, in the sense that not to ruin them. I'm not gonna ruin the movie. I'm not gonna ruin. Just know I won't be watching it since the movie was ruined for me. And it's just typical of Black America and Black Hollywood and Hollywood to create these Black movies where um, Black people never really get justice. Well, revenge and justice are two different things. I, I think I think uh, when you, yeah, you, you think of justice, right? And in that movie that'll be considered revenge, right? You're so consumed in getting revenge for what happened that it destroys the person and that person should never win. So well, I think that's, right. that's what it was. Right. But you know, like that's what I assumed from watching the trailer that right. he was getting revenge, but apparently that's not the way the trailer went was, was, was the drill you in, right? It was the real you in. But people are upset because the trailer showed something else, and that's not what they got. But that's realistic. Oh, okay. Uh huh. So, but 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 it, what you just said, but that's realistic, right? If if someone is taking matters in his own hands under his own law, when he's surrounded by a country with with its own law, you're gonna lose because you're a small island in in, in a big continent continent you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you gonna lose at the end of the day so it makes sense for the person to, to lose <laughs> i think i think the only way that black people are going to be able to come out of this situation i understand that african americans are not going to be able to fight this fight alone even though we're the only group of black people in the world who has stayed under the realm of their oppressors and has been fighting them since day one every other group of black uh individuals have um, either escape their native land to come live under a new uh, white supremacist regime or they are currently in their land and they're really not doing anything about it. Um, and they're just fighting amongst each other. You know what I'm saying? Uh, African-Americans don't have our own nation. You know what I'm saying, FaZe? We don't have right. our own nation. We, we, we live in America. Um, Jamaicans have their own nation. Haitians have their own nation. Nigerians have their own nation. But when you look at those places, um, we know that they look the way that they do due to white supremacy. But when you speak to a lot of the individuals who come from those places, they talk foul about how it's not a lot of them, but some of them talk foul about how the white man is not your issue. Um, over in Nigeria, uh, we have problem with the tyrannical government that uh you know the the black man he the black man who in office he the one hmm. he's the one who's 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 oppressing our people and they don't understand that 
He's just a puppet. You understand what I'm saying? Same way Donald Trump was a fucking puppet. If y'all niggas think Donald Trump was really in control of America, you're crazy. Okay? Hmm. But that's here nor there. That could be saved for another show. Um, and I would just like to say, this is the new concept, by the way. I'm taking the things a little bit more light, a little uh, bit less aggressive, just so that y'all can clearly hear what I'm saying. Can, can I say this, though? Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't want black people to get comfortable or, or or to expect something that may never come and wait on it you know what i'm saying like oh um yeah no nah, man you know i ain't got no job I ain't, I ain't got shit going on for myself right now and and the and the government they need they owe us anyway so i'm waiting for that that check to come I'm like bro no, you gotta the, make you got sometimes you gotta make things happen. The smartest thing for, for black people in America to do, regardless of what ethnicity or nationality you claim, um, is to get your bag when the opportunity is there, yeah. seize it. If you Take if we so happen to get hands. if we if we so happen to get reparations also in this lifetime, nigga, that's yeah. just more money in your bank account. Multiple forms of revenue, and right. you can now trickle that money down to whatever uh revenue streams uh you already right. have but so, the one thing i don't want black people to do is to because there's a percentage chance that they won't get anything not keep fight the, keep the foot yeah keep the foot yeah you, yeah, the you still gotta keep your foot on these niggas neck you can't just say ah well we're not gonna get it so fuck it no no but, no, no, also, no, no. but also use the other foot let's just say that you got and the keep, foot keep on them the both foot. nigga keep them both nigga yeah and that's funny <laughs> topic. Keep the I've, been, foot on I've, been playing, I've been playing Injustice 2 and that nigga Batman, uh, not Batman, that nigga Oliver Quinn, aka Green Arrow, after he knocks your ass the fuck out, the nigga does like a, a long ass foot stomp with both of his feet. He just lands right on top of your fucking body. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't saying keep both your feet on no, the no, Keep both your foot on these niggas neck. I'm telling you R- that, that right now. That means you got, you got, you're not moving. Right. That, that means you standing still. You could keep one foot on the nigga's neck. You still standing still if you keep one foot on the nigga's neck. Nah, you, you could drag that nigga. You could drag it. Look, you gotta <laughs> hit, hit that nigga with an elephant tranquilizer. The nigga ain't gonna move for some hours. And then hit his ass again when he wake up. So you can move <laughs> and do what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, see, here's the thing, man. A lot of people don't have to keep their foot on their neck like like you said because they already got what they they have or they they have um what's it called privilege right if we have our foot on a nigga's neck that means we only got one leg to stand on or or to move and it's just it's hard to move that way you know what i'm saying it's really hard to move that way that's that's the sad part of uh you know black america's if you know, if we keep on pointing fingers and we we want reparations and we're still waiting on it, that means you know we have to go ten steps back just to get what we we're, we're deserved, and then we get to go ten steps up. It's just it's just too much. Right. I don't know. I'm not waiting on it. I'm not waiting on it. But if it happens, I'll be happy. But I'm not expecting anything. Right. No, definitely, 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 definitely. But you know, black people. I think it's time that we we take um, a different avenue of of handling business. You know what I'm saying? Because we constantly 
get disrespected here in America, uh, regardless of who it's from. Like, like, nigga, you can walk into a gas station and get disrespected by fucking uh, 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 patelling them. You know what I mean? You just, we just, we just constantly get disrespected, and I think it's time that we, um, what's it called? Uh, we, we just basically. I think it's time that we let niggas know not we not to be fucked with, uh, you know, whatever way possible. I don't, I don't give a fuck about how you guys choose to, to to do that. But, you know, black people, I think it's time that we just do it differently than the way that we've been doing it for some for so long. Martin Luther King's day just passed and I see a lot of people quoting his shit. Um but they don't like to quote the other shit he was saying. You know what I'm saying? When he was talking about getting reparations, when he was talking about uh, he wishes he would have never integrated his family into a burning house. So he realized that he fucked up by, you know, allowing into well, introducing the, the theology or the thought process of integration. Because when we integrated into America, that's when we lost everything. We lost you know, black owned businesses for the most part, everything that we used to have, you know what I'm saying? We, we were damn near self-sufficient at one point in time in history. You know what I'm saying? But. This just in, it's some more fuck shit, yo, by uh, the Twitter world, some more fuck shit. So John Boyega is currently, well, actually Finn is currently trending on Twitter right now. Oh, and um, I'm just going to read a couple of posts so you all can uh, be here with me listening well, he to this this fuck shit. So let's 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 get it going. And, and FaZe, you can cut me off after each one if you want to just, to, you know, respond to the fuck shit. So this one guy said John Boyega's Finn was set up as the male lead and co-protagonist of the sequel trilogy. That's not an opinion. That's not a headcanon. That's literally fact. He was set up to be equal with Ray and Kylo's foil, and we all know why they changed that. Facts. Mm. Since the beginning of episode seven, The Force Awakens, I was about to say Force Unleashed, Force Awakens, it has been theorized that John Boyega was force sensitive for all my blurs out there who know what force sensitivity is, meaning the nigga has superpowers, right? <laughs> And throughout the trilogy of the three movie uh, trilogy, um, it's been more confirmed that the nigga had superpowers. And then at the end of the movie, the nigga literally tells Ray that, yes, I can feel the force. And we find out, we find, we don't find out in the movie. We find out from the fucking director after the last movie comes out saying, yeah, Finn's force sensitive. Well, nigga, why the fuck you ain't put it in the movie? You know what I'm saying? So even the whole promotion of Finn was this nigga had a lightsaber, this nigga fighting Kylo Ren, you know, black Jedi is black. You know what I'm saying? And so check this next one out. Anyone ever realized that Disney never released a Finn black series for the rise of Skywalker. They released like four Ray uh, series, but no series or action figure in, in that particular sense um, for Finn. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, it's like a wasted character. Like when you look back at the film outside of the um, the theories or conspiracies that he was force sensitive, which have been proven, 
What was his purpose in the movie? I I, I want to say a couple of things. I, I want to say uh, can, thank you so much, Finn, for being the uh, the scapegoat or the um, comedic relief. Well, not not the comedic relief, but being being the guy that to take the bullet, man. Because yeah, we I, I, I'm I'm assuming the direction they were going with. Um, was to have Finn more of a primary um, force-sensitive role. But again, there's a lot of writers, you know, every movie wasn't written by the same person, right? So everyone has a different idea of how um, the characters should be. So when they saw Finn, I am guess they, they assumed that a Black man, it don't make no sense for him to be a Jedi um, in the upcoming movies or whatever. But ever since then, you know, people took a real good look at how the world perceived, um, you know, black people on covers or on, on big, big movies. Right. And then we had Black Panther and then we had all these different things. And, and then now there's, there's a lot of black people getting roles. So if it wasn't for Finn to really, uh, I guess, take that bullet, we wouldn't be where we at right now. Have you seen uh, Out the Wire? No. Who who who's the main character out the wire? The guy that does Falcon, I forgot his name, but he is 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 a new Netflix uh movie, and he does an amazing job. He does an amazing job, and he's he's such a good uh action uh you know uh actor, and um you know I, I just love seeing that dude. Uh, he's been in other films too, but the guy that played Falcon in Avengers. He's doing a great oh, job. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie's Anthony Mackie. everywhere. He's he's everywhere now, but I, I I don't feel like he I don't know. I don't feel like he got he's not there yet, but he's oh man, he does such a good job. And I, I want people to start talking about it more. We talk about Finn all the time, but Anthony Mackie, that's the fucking future right there. If Finn didn't take the bullet and you know all that bullshit about him not being a Jedi, ah, it's over with. You know what I mean? Let's just look towards the future. Anthony Mackey's where the future is. That man is killing the roles right now. Yeah, he's killing the roles, but out the wire. White America is going to accept Anthony Mackey simply because, you know, of his talent. But then he looked more like an action star to me. Than, no, he uh, is. He's got, he's got the build, balls. He's got the yeah. build. But what it is is Anthony Mackey, I'm trying to remember his quote, but he said some real fuck shit back in the day. He is forgettable, though. <laughs> yeah, he says he says some real fuck shit but, uh, about uh, uh, racism in Hollywood or some goofy shit like that. And hey, hey, hey but that, don't that doesn't mean not to support him, man. Black black people can disagree on things. Let's let's not feel like we can't disagree on things. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts, facts. No, 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 no. Black. I mean, shit, that's the problem with us. We cancel it. I we disagree with black other. people all day, nigga. I disagree with black people all day, so I understand that. But but we're but, so quick to cancel our own because we disagree on how that man feels. You don't know how that nigga grew up. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's okay for him to have his own opinion. He's the own. He's his own man, and he should have his own opinion. But for us to be like, man, I ain't fucking with that nigga because he said some fucked up shit that I don't agree with. Okay, that's fine. But I I was still going to support him as a black man in movies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that, that's how I felt about Nate Parker. I, I, I wanted to support him um, simply because he was a black filmmaker. Right. 
right? But what I'm starting to realize is um, people need to worry, not worry, but understand that marriage is a political statement. So who you marry tells a lot about how you think and mm. how you view society as a whole. Now, you could say love is love. You could say, you know, it doesn't matter that Nate Parker is married to a white woman. But I think a black wife who's a supporter of your artistry, when they see some fuck shit, they'll talk to you as a black man and say, um, nigga, that don't look too good. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Now, you dating outside your race, you marrying outside your race, I understand that you have to um, That's a choice. Play, placate the and worry about the emotions of your partner racially. So I don't know who Anthony Mackey's with, and I'm not saying that um, he's not as talented being with a white woman or a Latina, but that statement that I'm talking about where he says some real goofy ass shit about racism in Hollywood. It makes me wonder who the fuck he fucking. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But yeah. nonetheless, Anthony Mackie's doing a great job. I'm actually, I just started up season one of um, shit. It just. Nigga, yeah, you talking about when he was a, he's like a cyborg. No, 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 no. Shit. It's on Netflix. It's kind of like cyberpunk. What the fuck? Yeah, is yeah. It called? that's what I'm talking about. He has his, like a sleeve and all that. A I sleeve, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the show called? What's the show? Uh, called? I forgot, but uh, I, uh, I um, fuck um, with um, it. Um, ultra carbon or whatever. Oh yeah, um, ultra, yeah, o- o- ultra carbon. No, no, it's, it's not ultra carbon. It's, some, it's something carbon. I think it's uh. Oh, no, ultra, alter, alter car- carbon. Uh, yeah, you're right. Ultra carbon, nigga. That show is dope, nigga. That show is dope. That shit is fucking dope. But he plays another cyborg. This he has a weird thing in playing cyborg. Yeah, there's a, there's a new movie he just came yeah, out. Yeah, that's, right, that's right. Oh, that movie was good. It's two it's two black leads. There's a young black dude, and then it's Anthony Mackie. Right. And they, they do a great job. Great job. But I want to say one thing about the interracial thing. There's uh, was it? There's four women or five women for every one man, right? And uh, I'm pretty sure one of those women could be a black woman, right? You could fall in love with more. I'm in belief that you can fall more. You can fall in love with more than one woman. So for you to fall in love with a white woman, it's a choice. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like it's a choice. Yes. No. 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 I, I don't want to come up the wrong way. It is a choice. Falling in love. It was his choice. He could have. It is a choice, a black woman. but it comes with consequences and <laughs> repercussions. See, what people oh, yeah. got to understand is, nigga, you just can't be in love with a white woman and think everything is going to be peaches and cream, right? You, you, you can't just be in love with somebody, even as a white man. It came out today. Um, everybody was talking about it on Twitter, that white men date outside their race more than any man on the face of this planet. Because they could. They're, they're the uh any man on the face of, of this sexy planet. in the around the world, right? Say that again. They're they're the definition of attraction around the world because we want we've been watching well, them. same like like white women life. are the core yeah, same thing. beauty standard. Yep. Right. So with that being said though, when you date outside your race, 
yeah, you're happy. You're with the person that you deem that you want to be with. But then what you also got to understand is that the perception of your political views, your racial views are going to be what they are, right? You know, if Malcolm X was with a white woman, you think black people would take him as serious as they took him? If Farrakhan was with a black with, with, with a white woman, you think they would have took him as serious as they take him? Hell no. You know what I'm saying? The fact that Martin Luther King was with the black woman, stood by her side, had children with her, solidifies his his blackness in the sense of his his love for trying to liberate his people. And I'm not saying Anthony Mackie or, or Nate Parker are trying to liberate their people, but it makes sense when they make horrible directed decisions in movies it make it makes sense so you know what i'm saying it, it with that being said y'all my <laughs> daughter is here she wants us to sign out so me and her can go play <laughs> so um anyways this is episode 36 right it's episode 36 of the earn time more podcast um this is It's Your Boy Concept. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> it's Your Boy Concept. You know what I'm saying? I talk my shit on there. I say shit that I feel like that needs to be heard. And, and it's a lot of shit that a lot of y'all probably won't agree with. And it's a lot of shit that, that y'all probably will agree with. She just gave me food, y'all. Yeah, it's time for me to go. And so um, you can follow the Earn Time Off podcast also on Instagram and Twitter at The ETO Podcast. And um, here on YouTube, you can follow me on It's Your Boy TV and you can follow the Earn Time More podcast at the Earn Time More podcast on YouTube. And I'm going to make it my job tomorrow to sit down at this computer after I get off of work and finally put all our episodes on Anchor. So go ahead, Faze, give him your shit. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at jboogiestyles. And on Twitter, you can follow me on... Um, Con underscore damn. Damn, 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 damn it, man. (laughs) (laughs) So y'all friends with all of that being said, man. Um, it's the Earn Time Wolf podcast. And yes, this is a confirmation, so I get this right so I don't fuck it up. Uh, this is episode 35. It wasn't 35, it wasn't 36. This is episode 35, you know what I mean? And so um episode 35 of the earn time more podcast and we're signing out peace peace and she just ate an apple holla at y'all later we out <laughs>